0: Hello to everyone and welcome to the AI Time Journal podcast. Today joining me is David Regalado, a senior data engineer at CleverTech, a US-based company that drives businesses' growth while solving their clients' toughest challenges. David attended systems engineering at the Technological University of Peru, and he has specializations in data warehousing for business intelligence from Colorado University, in data science from Johns Hopkins University, and in data science and big data analytics from MIT. He's also a global alumni member with a teaching assistant role. He attended studies in data science at Chicago University, in creative thinking at Imperial College London, and in cognitive technologies at the Louis University Press. With more than 12 years of working experience in banking, telecommunications, credit risk centers, and advertising agencies, Experienced project manager and recurrent speaker and jury in big data and cloud computing events. Well, hi, David, and congrats for this marvelous background and welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I just wanted to to, to ask you first, because uh, looking at your education, you basically attended systems engineering and then decided to focus on business intelligence first and then successfully on data science. I wanted to ask you, at what point did you realize that you wanted to pursue a career in data science and how did you get into it? I started
1: developing websites, actually, from zero to project manager, but that wasn't really what I wanted to do with my career. So I decided I needed a change, right? Then Hmm. I started taking courses online because, you know, watching a guy on YouTube doesn't help you find a job. Then one day, I was contacted to solve a visualization problem. A dashboard for one of the biggest banks of my country was not showing at all on Internet plotter. I asked if I could stay after six. And by the third day, I managed to solve the issue. The project manager was so happy that he recommended me to their consulting firm. The firm was called Teradata. I started working there. I only got jobs that involved SQL. One of those jobs was for Scotiabank. There I met awesome people, data scientists, data analysts, and data engineers. There I began to understand better what I learned years before at the start of my journey into data science. I worked there for a year Then I decided to take the leap and fully commit to studying one of the most challenging online programs in data science at MIT. I spent my days, nights, and early morning absorbing all the material. And when I was about to finish, I was contacted to work as a teaching assistant for another university, which I'm not allowed to reveal publicly, but it's... In the top 10 no universities in the United okay. States. So I guess I fit better here because I've always got along with numbers. I had the foundations and then mm-hmm. I worked with data. So it has always been natural to me. But as you see, it wasn't a straightforward, path. there were so many ups and downs.
0: What courses or programs have you taken that have significantly contributed to advancing your career in data science? First, I needed to prove that I was able
1: to take a course in a foreign language. There were so many platforms offering courses from the best universities of the world. So I started in 2015 with Deloitte's Cognitive Technologies, The Real Opportunities for Business. That course covers AI from the business perspective. I wanted to start my journey towards data science, but I felt that there were still BI topics that I did not grasp fully. So I enrolled in the University of Colorado's Data Warehousing for Business Intelligence Specialization on Coursera. Then later, I was more confident and jumped right into John Hopkins University's Data Science Specialization on Coursera. Uh, well, my plan was to know both languages, R and Python. At that time, I was invited to talk about Google Cloud Platform, um, an exam which I had failed to pass months before. That experience hit me like a train. So I took a break to be specialize in Google Cloud Platform. This took me about a year a year where I learned about cloud computing and data pipelines at scale. Upon returning to my goal, I continued Python at the Python Institute, Data Science with Databricks for Data Analyst Specialization on Coursera, Data Science and Big Data Analytics at MITx Pro, Python for Data Science at University of Chicago. Would you like to tell me three words that, that summarize how you learned a child. Always stay curious. It's, it is like when you were a child, always curious about everything, you know, in the world. I guess I wanted to learn as much as I could. So all these weird names like decision trees, neural networks, deep learning, captured my attention. Not only to just copy and paste some random code from the internet, but to go much deeper into how the algorithms
0: actually work. So now what are the top challenges you currently face as a professional data engineer and how do you go about tackling them? Well, keeping up
1: to date with the latest technologies. Mm -hmm. Luckily, a a very good friend and I founded the Data Engineering Latam, the -hmm. more ambitious community for Spanish talking professionals where we talk about everything related to this field, you are invited to join us,
0: of course. So now you were talking about like data science and uh, data engineer, Uh, which are, what are the main differences between a data scientist and a data engineer? And how important is it for a data scientist to have data engineering skills and vice versa? And this is uh, because of a post I saw on your LinkedIn uh, profile something that you posted about um, being data engineer and uh, data science?
1: Well, a a data scientist seeks to predict behaviors using data in order to make data-driven decisions, right? The data engineer is in charge of creating efficient and reliable data pipelines in order to be able to support data at scale in addition to handling data cleansing and ingesting in a batch mode or in streaming mode, and in a data lake, data warehouse, or layhouse on premise or in the cloud. So that that's the, that there they work, you know? Have you heard before when data scientists like complain that mm-hmm. they spend like 40% up to 50% Doing data cleansing, so that yeah, kind of job yeah. is should be automated and should be should be the data engineers who take care
0: of that part. So, what are the key skills that you use uh, on a daily basis as a data engineer? Uh, Google Cloud Platform, of course. Okay. I took all the
1: specializations that were available at that time in Coursera. Mm-hmm. I love Coursera, by the way. And <laughs> then finally, <laughs> passed the the AdSan for this official certification, okay. finally. <laughs> uh, I also use Terraform, which is to automate the, your infrastructure in the cloud. Okay. You just mm-hmm. deploy it like your infrastructure as code. You just write some scripts and behind the scenes just do the dirty work. I, I also use Python a lot. Is there
0: any any particular book that have helped you like in your data science, data engineer journey? Well, you see, I'm not a book type of person,
1: okay. but I can, okay. I can recommend you the following, which are emotional intelligence and focus, both by Daniel Goldman. You, you will learn to be more aware of your emotions and learn about how your brain never stops adapting so it can always learn new things. It, it is this because of this concept. It's called neuroplasticity. So the, the brain is always adjusting and in and, and never stop adapting, like I mentioned. Yeah. Another books are Usted S.A. by Ines Templer. You will learn mm-hmm. about employability. Another one is El Camino de Leader by David Fishman. This book is full of ancient stories from China, Japan, Africa, and India, stories that not only serve to explain leadership, but to transmit wisdom to family and loved ones. So like a general question, uh, what inspires you about working in data science? In addition to finally being able to apply my knowledge of math and stats, um, I'm able to do some science and have an impact on society and business, like, for example, knowing that there is a person out there waiting for a long campaign to fulfill his dreams, and knowing that I can help him get closer to it, something like that.
0: So is there, like, any advice that you would give to someone who wants to kind of get into data science today? The most important
1: advice, I would say that don't listen when people tell you that you can't, that you'll never find a better place to work, or better conditions, or better salary. Instead, use that as fuel to propel you to keep going. I have met people with diverse backgrounds, economists, computer scientists, systems engineers, industrial engineers, electronic engineers, journalists, marketeers, psychologists that made their way into data science. You just have to believe in your capabilities and continue to work
0: towards your goal. This is really a huge piece of advice. I mean, it's not only related to kind of getting into data science, but it's like a life thing. So really, really, really nice. So this is a personal question because I'm actually, uh, I'm currently working on my master thesis on the US and China relationship as far as the 5G technology is concerned. And I'd like to kind of know your opinion. Um, Indeed, as you may know, the US and China are currently fighting to lead the way for the world's implementation of the 5G technology that uh, someone says could shape the world's future for the next 20 years. And do you reckon that this competition would enhance or diminish AI's development? Well, in my opinion, one way or
1: another, 5G will come to all the major cities of the world, interconnecting on 1 million devices per square kilometer, improving user experience by lowering latency and enabling decision-making of events that happens in real time, right? Even if the U.S and China continue to fight in and keep putting up barriers, they are only delaying the DNA inevitable worldwide adoption of 5G.
0: Yeah. Well, David, uh, thank you very much for your time and these um, brilliant um, insights and interviews as well, and we are really glad that we had you today. Thanks to you, Renz. I
1: appreciate you, your time being here. Thank you. Thank you very much.